Hello and welcome to the podcast series Breaking Borders, where hosts James Service and Kevin Rutter gather amazing stories and advice on expanding your company abroad from some of Norway's most exciting businesses. This podcast launches exclusively as part of Oslo Innovation Week 2021, brought to you by Goodwill, perhaps the best essential business service provider out there helping thousands of overseas companies enter, grow and scale in the UK. So, how do we help them? We provide a number of different business services, like corporate governance, finance, HR, payroll and virtual office. So, the scale-up can focus on their core business. We begin our podcast series with the CEO of Oslo Business Region, Steve Anderson. Steve is passionate about entrepreneurship and has led many projects in the startup world, such as Oslo Innovation Week itself and the Norwegian Fashion Hub. We speak to Steve about the current strong Norwegian tech landscape, the history of Oslo Innovation Week and its value to the Oslo tech scene. Let's go! Hello there, everyone. It's day one of Oslo Innovation Week, and welcome to the Breaking Borders podcast brought to you by Goodwill. Over the next four days, we'll release a new episode at 10 a.m. UK time, where we'll discuss the key themes of Oslo Innovation Week, including startups, scaling your growth company, the importance of sustainability, and more. This podcast is hosted by myself, James. I'm me, Kevin Rutter. Many of you will already know and be familiar with today's guest, and we're very excited to be joined by Siv Anderson, the CEO of Oslo Business Region. So welcome to you, Siv. Thanks for having me. My name is Siv Andersen. I am CEO of Oslo Business Region. We are a project manager of Oslo Innovation Week as well. Oslo Business Region, basically we help startups, scale-ups, and of course incubators, etc. based in the city. Uh, in addition to that, we also work with international profiling of Oslo and making Oslo Innovation Week, a relevant meeting place for Norwegian startups and companies like yourself to build uh, connections and build business. What is it about Oslo, would you say, that's attractive to startups and, I mean, families and everything as a region as a whole? I would maybe give you three reasons why, you know, why should startups think about Oslo? Why is Oslo relevant? And I think this ecosystem here is still emerging. It means that you will find a lot of support. It's um, an amazing paid-forward culture, in addition to, you know, that meeting advanced technology as well. There is also a very much increasing in capital and talent. And I think everyone who has been following startup ecosystem in Oslo for the past, I would say, five to ten years, have seen that very sort of scaling uh, as well. I think I looked at the numbers before our conversation now, and I think in 2019, we had venture capital funding. It was around 271 million US dollars. Last year, the number was three times as much, 789 million US dollars. The last thing I would like to add is maybe a given, but I'm going to say it anyway. And that is, of course, the Nordic values, work-life balance. You know, it's a good place to not only start a company, but it's also a good place to live which also means it's an attractive place to attract talent too, and hopefully increasing even more in the future. Well, it's well recognized, certainly here in the UK. In terms of countries coming into Norway in general, and Oslo in particular, where do you see that coming from? Is there a particular area or areas? 
We see that, of course, the Nordics is one thing, but I think the collaboration between England and the UK and Norway has always been great. And I see that as not becoming any less in the future. In addition to that, I think there's, you know, one of our main sort of uh, export import partners is, you know, countries like um, Germany, but we also see a big interest from East European countries and Baltic countries uh, as well. Estonia, Latvia, and a lot of other countries that, and it's only a one way, you know, it's not only countries that come into Norway, it's the other way around as well. You might hate me saying this, I don't know. And maybe Oslo is a few years behind Stockholm in terms of where Stockholm currently is or, or was before, obviously, as a massive startup community. And yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we can talk about that before. We can't change history, can we? No, so, exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. And I think we have and are still having a lot of collaboration with Stockholm, Copenhagen as well. Of course, we always want to be better and bigger and, and everything like that. But as far as we see it now, it's a matter of collaborating, working on building our ecosystem and learning, not least. And we see that, you know, looking at Stockholm, who is way far ahead, if we can call it ahead. I don't think that we will use and spend the same amount of time of getting to that level, you know, mm. because we can actually learn from them and seeing how they are doing things right and some things that we want to do, of course, the Oslo way as well. Is there much government support, government-backed initiatives to help bring into the region? For sure. And I think, you know, it's, it's no secret that we are sort of going from some industries into newer, cleaner energy. And I think the government, the city government, both see that and there's been a lot of support in terms of making that happen that means also capital it's fairly i would not say easy because building a company is is never easy but i would say there are sort of some funding available especially for early stage companies in norway you talked about collaboration as well with stockholm and copenhagen is there collaboration with other places in the world and i think you've got something with hackney haven't you in london where you yeah We've had a great collaboration with the borough Hackney for several years. And initially it started with a startup. It was actually, maybe you've heard about Kahoot, two of the founders behind Kahoot that started that uh, collaboration. So mm -hmm. it was not city driven. It was actually driven by the community and the startups itself, which I think makes it even stronger. We were brought into the collaboration, you know, to be able to keep continuity and, and so on. Yeah, I mean, at Goodwill, we love Kahoot anyway. So <laughs> we, we've, actually, we've got actually a Kahoot plan for this afternoon. Um, <laughs> That's so, Yeah, with everyone working from home in the remote environment, obviously Kahoot's perfect for quizzes. And we're very competitive when we do the quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am a sore loser. I'll say that before James does. <laughs> Glad to hear it. In terms of access to talent, that kind of thing then in Oslo, where would you say you're strongest in terms of talent in the region? I would say in general, I think the Norwegian generally highly educated. So I would say that is a benefit for everyone, for all companies, not only startups, but for all companies here in Norway. And in addition to that, quite digital as well. It's not becoming less important having those skills in, in sort of, uh, in addition to more engineering skills and so on. But of course, you know, it's scale-ups and startups in, in Oslo and Norway are still, you know, I think recruiting talent to a company will always be challenging and they will always be a, one of the main priorities in addition to maybe capital and other obvious things. But yeah, I think there will be a huge development in 
talent in also Norway. We saw, for example, that after the uh, oil crisis in 2015, a lot of engineers went from energy and into scale-ups and startups, you know, and that kind of boosts because we have the tech talent. And I think we will see more of that in the future as well. More and more from maybe industries that are going down in size will move over to more sustainable and yeah, sustainable industries. Are there any areas where it is particularly problematic in terms of skill sets and you haven't to import from other territories? I would say engineers, engineers, engineers. Maybe say there are engineers here, but still I think it's a challenge for some startups and scale-ups. You know, it's challenging to compete against larger corporations on talent in terms of benefits and and so on. So I'm not going to say that, you know, everything is perfect here. Still a challenge for especially smaller companies that don't have that capacity yet, I would say. It's nothing new in a sense. It's a constant evolution because things go through cycles and talent always a challenge and we're always trying to find different solutions to get what we need, all of us. You mentioned sustainability then and sustainable technology. And I know it's been a massive part of Oslo Innovation Week over the past few years. As a city, obviously, Oslo is one of the most sustainable cities in the world. Maybe an overview in terms of some of the things that you are doing as a city to improve that sustainability. You know, policy is is one thing. And I think people have already heard about, you know, the climate budget that the city of Oslo has, which is quite unique. But I think what we see and see more and more of, luckily, is that we can also bring solutions to those challenges that the world is facing. So we have a lot of, you know, new companies and industries coming up in terms of health in terms of urban development, smart cities, and things that we know that we need in in the future. So I think it's really cool, and not only cool, but really great to see that we can also deliver some solutions, policies around this. We're all emerging right now from the past 18 months with COVID. How have you managed to do what you do? Have you managed to deal with events in a more creative way? How's, How's that all worked in the past year or so? I think for Oslo Business Region, it's been like for everyone. We've uh, moved everything to online, what we could. Not everything can be translated. Of course, I think we've had to learn and work in different ways of collaborating and leading projects. And I'm not sure how much detail I'm going to go into because it's been a year, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) And we've all been there. We're probably all dealing with it in the same way and finding new ways of doing these things. If we go back to the startup piece rather than Oslo as a whole, in terms of startup coming new to the region, if they wanted to access funding, how could you support them in that capacity? Well, first and foremost, come to Oslo Innovation Week. <laughs> Not only joking, because I think we have about 100 events on this year, and you will find a very nice overview. So just not even attending events, but just going and looking at the program, you will get a very nice overview of who's out there, who's active, what space are they in, and what kind of help can they give you. In addition to that, ourselves, we're hosting an event later on in October. I haven't set the date yet, but late October, where we are going to introduce you to a different set of sort of actors that you can go to for funding, mainly for uh, early stage and uh, seed stage and based around some private actors, but also some public organizations that you can look into. In addition to that, there's about 50 incubators and clusters in Oslo, which all host different kinds of events, meeting places are available. Are you in health tech or are you in fintech? I would say just find your hub. You can find them on our website as well, if you don't know, because they're 
probably is a hub or a cluster which can be, you know, helping you scaling your company. There's a number of different industries or sectors so far during this conversation, but what, if any, are the emerging industries in the Norwegian startup scene at the moment? That's a very interesting question because I think, you know, if you ask me this question five years ago, I would say, I don't know, because the startup ecosystem has been emerging. Now we can see that some industries are scaling more and more health, which I mentioned already is, uh, yeah. is one of them, clean tech. Is another. And the third I would mention is maybe an obvious one as well. You know, ocean maritime sectors is something that we are already good at. And I think we will see even more startups coming from this in the future. Obviously, how tech we've talked, I don't know if you mentioned or not already, but no isolation, obviously, from Oslo, a great success story, both in Oslo, but also internationally. And I know they've had some great press in the UK. Spacemaker, I know, is someone as well that's done great. We've talked about Kahoot already, who we use at Goodwill, who we absolutely love as well. So future stars is there anybody that you've got on your mind which you're thinking they're going to be big they might be the next unicorn we've got a tendency on later this week who are obviously from oslo too so any tips on who you think is next being a public sector servant i'm afraid of giving like tips of this is the next star. Yeah. <laughs> but i will say one thing and i think what is interesting is to see that you know we have talked a little bit about it here like because we have a lot of companies which we seem to sort of we talk about them as being part of the video valley and i think it's interesting to talk about and mention here because it's interesting for everyone working from home which we are everyone we have a lot of companies like cisco which has been around for many years however we see a lot of companies coming out from that you know whereby is one of them where you sort of have video conferencing through your sort of browser in addition to Safety Wing, which is it's not a video company, but it's they give insurance to people working remotely, which I think also is interesting when the future of work, et cetera, is also changing. Interesting as part of uh, as an industry, I would say. We're very familiar with Whereby. It's a company which we, we know very well. If we think specifically then on Oslo Innovation Week, just a few more questions from my side. Obviously, it's something which you've been involved with for a number of years, Steve. So you've kind of handed over now, haven't you, in the project manager role to Tom Miskin. So how's it going? Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. I think, you know, I I was project lead for six years. That was amazing. I don't think I would be around. I worked with so many different companies. You get a sneak peek, probably had 200 meetings with different companies over a year. You know, it's a very, you know, in which position do you get that? Not many. And after having organized six opening events, I think it was about time to hand over. <laughs> Tom is doing that. Not only Tom, but Tom and the rest of the team is doing that. Very, very good. Yeah, pass the pressure I'm over. Sure. I like the sound. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're giving some good advice and guidance to them to help them through that. I try. And I also try not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably the bigger challenge. Excellent. And obviously, themes for Oslo Innovation Week over the years have been around sustainability and the UN sustainability goals. Female speakers making sure obviously they get strong presence too. Are there any other themes this year which you want to highlight or mention? It's a continuation with different words, I would say. You know, we focusing a lot on startups and scale-ups, bringing the Nordic model in very different aspects into the mix as well. Especially now, I think earlier this week, we were listening in earlier this fall, uh, UN's report on climate change. So we have a track for solutions for the climate to address not all of them, but maybe some of them. And interesting as well is creative tech. We have a lot of events on for film, fashion, etc. So I think it will be a very, very interesting program. 
And late this week on the podcast, we've got No Fence, who's an agritech startup from Norway, who again are focused around sustainability. So I'm sure they're going to have a really exciting story to share about their journey to the UK. My final question would normally be, how do you feel to be part of Oz Innovation Week? But it's something which you're very familiar with, so I won't actually ask you that question, Steve, this time around. So my final one will be, who is it that inspires you or what is it that inspires you? Very big question. <laughs> it, it is. We've got a long time, though, so we can go for as long as you need. <laughs> no, you need, you need a very clear, focused answer. You need to keep it really narrow. For me now, work-wise, I would say the Nordic Collaboration. I think it's very inspiring for the team. I think it's very inspiring for all of us involved. And I think it will be something that startups and scale-ups will benefit from a lot, which is, of course, the main purpose here. Norway and also, you know, we're a small city, we're a small country, and we are not able to do a thing without collaborating. And, of course, collaborating more with our neighbors Mm -hmm. is something we have to do to make a bigger impact. Yeah, there's something that seems to work really well, which is what partly what drives so much of the innovation out of that part of the world, I guess. I think some really great insights there. Yep. I'm glad you're transitioning well from having been running it to, you know, not running it, uh, but still <laughs> contributing to, to what's going on in, in, in the region. Uh, it's really good to hear about. So, yeah, really great to hear from you. And thanks very much for giving us the time today. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the podcast Breaking Borders. In the upcoming series, we speak more about scaling abroad with people from some of Norway's most exciting businesses, including Vedan, Atensi, and NoFace. Make sure to keep listening. As a reminder, this series is brought to you by Goodwill. We've helped thousands of overseas companies enter, grow, and scale in the UK. Read more about what we do and find out if we can help you at goodwill.com. With that said, We'll see you in the next episode.